Hi everyone, this is Desiree Brown here with Allie Jordan, and you're listening to the Young Eager Writers podcast. So Allie, I have a few questions today. Um, If you just want to introduce yourself, kind of say what you write, maybe your writing education, um, if you, your age, if you want to talk about that. Uh, sure. So hi, I'm Allie. Um, I am 22 years old. I just graduated from the University of North Carolina at Charlotte. I was an English major with a creative writing concentration. And generally, I write fiction thus far, um, short fiction, short stories, a little bit of, I guess, creative nonfiction, but kind of briefly, and a, a touch of poetry, but mainly short fiction up until now. So what overall is your your favorite thing to write? Uh, short stories, novels, creative nonfiction? Uh Definitely short fiction. I haven't really dabbled into novel writing as of yet. I would love to in the future, but fiction is definitely where my heart is. Nice. And do you have a specific genre that you write in? I don't necessarily. Uh, In my earlier writings, it was definitely more YA, kind of contemporary. Um, I, I do really like YA contemporary. I also really like um, magical realism, uh, kind of Toni Morrison-esque stuff. Uh, it's really, I'm really into right now fairy tale retellings. Um, those are really intriguing to me. Angela Carter, The Bloody Chamber, everything like that I think is really intriguing. Kind of investigating those really old stories and bringing up older tropes and reimagining them and reinventing them, reconstructing everything. I think is really intriguing, so I really like that yeah. kind of stuff as well. Um, one of the things that we're doing here on this podcast is we're trying to help other young writers um, be able to listen to other people's struggles and how mm-hmm. they overcome those. So are there any struggles that you have on a personal level that maybe disrupt your writing um, as well as maybe struggles that you have as a young writer? I think as a young writer... I personally, and I think a lot of us, struggle with taking ourselves seriously and feeling like we might be too young or too inexperienced or, well, maybe in five years I'll have reached a higher level of knowledge and confidence and ability and I'll be able to then I'll write my dream project and that's it's it's kind of a waiting game for me I feel like I feel a little unqualified sometimes to maybe do the projects that I might do and I get a little in my head about it and I think committing to a project is kind of a struggle for me as well I think the idea of writing a novel to me a novel seems kind of like this behemoth of a project that seems (laughs) an insurmountable task a lot of times so I think something that I'm trying to do personally and that I think might help other people is to just not go into a project not thinking okay this is a novel this is a short story this is a piece of creative nonfiction. This is a 
this is going to be, don't go into it thinking that it has to be something. Just start writing it. And if it turns into a book, then it turns into a book. If it turns into a short story, it turns into a short story. Obviously, if you're, you're writing a poem, you know that you're writing a poem if you're writing this. But I think the length of the project and the size and the scope, you don't always have to know immediately because I think that can be kind of a deterrent. You can kind of, for me personally, I feel like I'm holding myself back from starting a novel because I'm like, oh my god, a novel, this is going to take me so long and this mm -hmm. is going to be such a commitment and I don't know if I'm ready for that and am I ready for that and that goes back to the whole confidence thing and taking yourself seriously. So, so I would just just do it. Just start writing. Fill the page. Just fill the page. And then whatever happens past that, that happens past that. So, yeah. I guess just don't take it all too seriously. Take yourself seriously. Take your work seriously, but not so seriously that you hold yourself back. Yeah. That's really good advice. And I think that's something that's really important for a lot of young writers to hear because a lot of them, I'm sure, are struggling with the same things. And that's something that I struggled with too. Mm. So when you sit down at the desk or in front of a notepad or computer and you uh, start to get in that headspace where there's a lot of pressure, what do you do? Like, do you have any tactics you use to kind of relax to put the pressure off yourself? In all honestly, in all honesty, sometimes it, it, it beats me and it gets me and you walk away and you say, oh, okay, well tomorrow. And it, to be completely honest, sometimes you don't, sometimes I fail and that's just a part of it. You have to forgive yourself. I try to forgive myself and say, you know, today's a new day and I'm going to do it today. But when I'm at the desk and I'm feeling kind of deterred and I'm not fully there, just write something, just even in your notebook. I think sometimes the computer can be a little intimidating. You look at that blinking cursor and <laughs> like stares you in the face and it's a big white blank page and it's really intimidating. So try to shake it up, pull out a notebook, right? Physically, like an ancient person and like, you know, <laughs> an ancient and, person. Yeah, with pen and pencil or whatever, or, you know, just gr grab something, grab something else, move your, from your spot, go somewhere else, go outside, take a walk, do something that's going to change up your point of view and just write something, write anything down. It can be ridiculous. It can be nothing that, nothing that turns into anything. The point is, is you're trying to exercise that muscle. You're trying to form a routine. You're trying to get stronger. And sometimes you can only do that by repetition. It's, it's just important to just do it. Just just do something because you're going to beat yourself up if you don't. And that's not productive either. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, I, I agree with a lot of what you were saying. Like, that's really good advice. Um again in regard to being a young writer are there mm -hmm. any benefits that you see like I think we focus so much on the struggles mm -hmm. sometimes we forget that there there are also benefits about being a young young writer yeah I think I think the world is your oyster you can do whatever you you want you're coming at everything 
for the first time. You, you have a fresh take and you have a lot of energy, hopefully, and you can put it all towards something. You, you, you know, you, you, hopefully you have some kind of like, I, I think there's something pure almost about trying something for the first time and going at it with a willingness to fail. There's, there's something really exciting about that and really adventurous. And I think as young writers, we have, hopefully we're kind of invigorated and this is kind of a sweet period where we're just, we're just trying everything. So I think that's exciting. So embrace the excitement of that and just go at it head first and see what, see what happens. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I have, I have two more questions here for you, Allie. Um, and this one, a lot of the time there is a bit of, I don't want to say controversy. Um, some writers focus a lot on promoting themselves and promoting their work Mm -hmm. while other writers think it's, it's much more important to, to put that aside and not worry about that Mm -hmm. and just focus on your writing what are, is there any way that you promote yourself, whether it's through maybe Instagram, social media, or you just tell people about your books, um, uh, or uh, tell people about what you're reading and then what you're writing, or do you put that all aside and just focus on your skills? So I'm not, I'm not very active on social media. I think something that I would like to improve on is my willingness to submit my work to literary magazines and journals and whatnot and be more willing to tell people about what I'm working on, it's kind of a scary thing to do. And I think it goes back again to the confidence thing and feeling like your work is worthy of notice. And even if that's just by notice from your friends or your writing partners. So I don't necessarily promote myself as much as maybe I should, I'm, but I think something that I have been doing and uh, I think that has been beneficial to me is joining writing groups and talking to people and saying, yeah, I write too. And even, even that, even small things is recognizing yourself as a writer and joining groups of other people who recognize themselves as writers can be really beneficial. I'm going to conferences like this one and, you know, we have writing groups and we talk to each other about writing. Just being willing to talk about your work, even in a casual way, even in a, not necessarily a a grand scale, can be, can help you build yourself up and you, you find advice and tidbits and constructive criticism from people that can that ultimately aids your work ultimately I think in promotion or if you don't promote or if you do your ultimately your ultimate goal should always be the work and making sure that it's the best that it can be so I think there are a couple different avenues to do that and I think any way you go at it is just what's right for you Mm -hmm. that's really well said (laughs) Um, so I have one more for you. Um, this is a bit of a fun one, so no pressure, even though it's going to feel like a lot of pressure. Okay, good. Yeah. (laughs) So, so if you could speak to any writer, 
at any period oh of time. God. I know, <laughs> I know, I knew you're gonna hate this because this is a question that I would hate. If you could speak to any writer any period of time, what would it be and what would you discuss? Whether that was advice, whether that's something that you would just you love to just fangirl over. Oh my gosh. I'm really putting you on the spot you here. You really are. Why didn't I get this question like two weeks ago I know. so I could think about this? Oh, God. Um, hmm. I'm always really impressed by people who pivot in their lives or in their careers to... So someone who didn't who had another career and then just decided, you know what, I'm, I'm going to write a book. I'm going to do that. And then did it and was successful at it. I'm always so amazed and astounded. And, and that doesn't just have to be to writing. If Whenever someone just decides later in their life, you know what, I'm, I'm going to do what I love and I'm going to do what I'm passionate about. And maybe it'll work out and maybe it won't, but I have to try because I have to. So... I think there's one of one of the writers that I really admire. Her name is um, Rainbow Rowell, and she primarily writes YA. She has a couple of um, adult books as well. Um, but I think, if I'm correct, she started out as a columnist for a journal, for excuse me, a newspaper, and started writing later on in her life and in her career. So. And I love her books, and I think she's such a talented writer. So I really respect that willingness to just do it, to just try, and you know, to to really dedicate yourself to that. I, so I really respect that, and I think that you can do that as a young writer. I think you can make that decision early on in your life to say, "I'm gonna do what I want to do," and I'm gonna be passionate about it now and it and as opposed to later but even if it's later like I don't I mean what's a young writer like what how do you how do you stop being young you can always be a young writer if you want to I think just deciding that you're gonna go for it is really admirable so I guess getting back to your question because I haven't answered it at all. Um, <laughs> I guess yeah, if I could talk to Rainbow Rowell, I guess I would just talk to her about where, how did you, I guess I would ask her if she knew when she decided to start writing books, if she knew that she would finish and what that, what that decision was like to pivot and, and to decide to go in a different direction um, again, I don't know all about Rainbow Rowell's life story, so I could, <laughs> I could be kind of improvising here, but I think that's what I would talk to her about, is how did you just go for it? How did you decide that you were going to make that decision to commit to something that you loved and were invigorated by without that apprehension how did you not let that hold you back mm -hmm. from going all in? Well, I think that's my answer. Yeah. yeah final I, answer. I think, the, I think the, I mean, I think the cool thing is, is that she's, you picked an author that's alive. So you could potentially oh. ask her. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about all the live ones. What are all the dead people? Oh. 
I know. But hey, like, that's good. You have a question, like, you, you can one I day could potentially ask her. Yeah. So that's fantastic. That's, that was a good Go choice. Me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, Allie, I want to thank you for letting me interview you. I think this was very beneficial for a lot of other young writers out there. Um, if you guys are interested in any of the other episodes of the Young Eager Writers podcast, you can find them at youngeagerwriters.org. Uh, we will have a list of them up for you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you.